You are listening to How to Disappear Lesson 3, the concluding act of last week's episode, How to Disappear Lessons 1 and 2. A co-presentation of WNYC Studios and Night Vale Presents. You are listening to the Orbiting Human Circus of the Air. High above Paris, near the top of the Eiffel Tower, the janitor is asleep in his cot. He dreams of singing saws. Hand saws, just like those hanging across from him on the wall of his janitor's closet. It is a pleasant dream, which is quickly interrupted by a knock. Hello? Hello? Hi. It's Coco. I'm not decent. Did I just hear him say he's not decent? Well, how can one speed from solitude to small talk when hiding under the covers is an option? And so the janitor curls into a ball and Coco leaves. But Coco comes back the next night. And the next night. And at last, the janitor opens his door to him. You notice there's nothing to hear. The janitor is looking at Coco with an expression of such social terror, it's paralyzed the old man. The janitor turns red and closes the door in the old man's face. Not at all what he intended to do. But Coco came back the next night. Hi. And that was as far as they got then. At least it's all Coco remembers. You see, Coco had questions, a lot of them. And in answer, the janitor immediately launched into one of his stories. And the next thing Coco remembers, he was gone. And this happened the next night. And the next night. And the next night also. It became a battle of wills between them. Coco trying to resist and catch the janitor out at his magic trick, and the janitor confounding him. But the stories grew longer and longer, each time before the janitor disappeared. And the janitor, in telling them to Coco, grew less hypnotic and more relaxed. Until one day, during one of his stories, Coco became sure the janitor was trying to tell him about the magic trick. He told Coco of a conversation between Chief Stagehand Letitia and Stagehand Francois, who is struggling with a runny nose. Oh, is it dusty? You're rubbing your eyes. Yeah, it's, well, when you shake the, when you shake the costume, like Well, that, I don't want to put them back in the crates all dusty. You can see it's like a cloud. I know. They were working together early in the morning, folding old costumes in a storeroom backstage. 
You okay? You need a Kleenex. I'm all right. But they were talking about the janitor. I want to hear about that, the story. Okay, well, I was in the ballroom and he had snuck in there like he likes to do and I was... Well, I bet uh, that pissed you off. Well, I... Uh, yeah. Here's how the janitor described it to Coco. As she had her hand on my shirt. She, like, lifted me up off the ground. She's so much stronger than you would think. She's incredibly strong. Uh-huh. But I do this thing um, in situations like that where I say something that doesn't make any sense. Okay. And the janitor succeeded in not making any sense. I said, I don't think you're anything like this kid named Alari who moved to my neighborhood when I was a little boy. He was about my size, but you see, I didn't know him. What? What's that got to do with well, that? Well, I was very confused. Uh, he says, oh, uh, yeah, Alari. Because uh, apparently, Alari was uh, from Estonia. And uh-huh. he was like uh, from a rough part of Estonia. So it's like this All little... All of Estonia uh, is a rough part. I hear well, you. I hear that. So yeah. he comes to go to school at the same school, but he doesn't know anyone. So one day, Alari is uh, watching Julian and he sees, oh, 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 Julian's about to be beat up by a bunch of uh, bullies. He sees Julian start telling a story to the bully. Uh-huh. And the bully like, stop and listen. And Alari, him too, he stops and listens. And the next thing Alari knows, the janitor is gone. And then the bully, they're like, wait, what, what? And they look up and they see Alari and they come for Alari. Oh, no. This, the janitor said, was quite unintentional. I didn't know that that could happen. I didn't know that it did happen. Okay. So after that, he's mad at Julian because somehow Julian has turned this whole uh, bully situation on Alari. So he go to Julian and he's like, uh, you left me in the lurch. Julian, he starts telling a story. Poof, gone. And Alari standing there in the hallway being, uh, what? It makes him even more angry. So he catches Julian again after that. And this time, a lot of people are watching. Like a whole crowd is gathered around. And, you know, his honor is at stake because he's been embarrassed by Julian a couple times. Okay. And so he confronts the janitor and he he pushes him. Uh Uh-huh. And Julian, what do you think happened? Yes. Poof! Julian's gone again! So, well, an interesting thing happens. After that, the other boys, like the big guys, they don't bully Alari anymore because they see Uh Alari himself is also a bully. Ah. And why bully a bully? You know, it's not fun. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they stop bullying Julian. Why is that? Because he already has a bully, ah. which is a Larry. That's amazing. And that this is fine because a Larry is small and because the janitor, he knew he could handle a Larry with his stories. Oh. And then the janitor, he's like uh, outsmarted everybody uh-huh. and nobody can hurt him and also he feels pretty good about that. So? So? So what? What, what? What happened with you and the janitor after you was yelling at him to get out of the ballroom? Well, I don't know. He disappeared. And at this point in the janitor's story, Coco began to feel a thrill. Where'd he go? Well, where does he always go? You know, where does rain go after it rains? And when the story ended, Coco looked up, and the janitor was still there.
The Orbiting Human Circus is a co-production of WNYC Studios and Night Vale Presents. Music from The Orbiting Human Circus is being released throughout the season by Merge Records. In this episode, you heard the song Into the River Thames, which was written by Julian Coster and featured Govan Gaman on bass, Benjamin Miller on piano, Colia Joni on drums, and North the Singing Saw, who was encouraged to sing by Julian. Look for Into the River Thames soon on your favorite digital music service provider. Episode 4 also featured Drew Callender, Walter Lowry, Susanna Flood, David Barlow, and Julian. It was written and directed by Julian Coster and further workshopped with the cast and crew of the Orbiting Human Circus and produced by Christy Gressman, with musical composition by Thomas Hughes and music by The Music Tapes. Lead editor Grant Stewart and editors Janelle Yee, Emily Marinoff, and Jeff Tobias with Julian. Sound design by Jonathan Siri Mose, Foley by John Ringhofer, and lathe cutting by Steve Espinola. Engineering by Vincent Cascione, and additional production and mixing by Will Stanton. For more information and full credits, go to orbitinghumancircus.com.